Many believe that America is on the brink of a civil war. The question is, why? This is Matt in the Man Cave. Guys, thanks for watching all the videos. I'm gonna tell you something. You're amazing and you rock. Hey guys, do you realize this? We're on the brink. We are on the edge of a civil war. Why? That's the question. Why is God allowing it? Why? A better question is this. Why is God doing it? Let's go to the Word of God first and shine some light on what's going on right now? If we go to Mark chapter 3, verses 24 and 26, listen to this. If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. And if Satan, look at, the, look at this one, I love this. If Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand but is coming to an end. And if you don't think there's division here in America and the world, partner, partner, where you been? Listen, 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 listen. We have division, spiritually speaking. I mean, here's the thing, I'll meet someone and I'll share with them I'm a Christian, but then they tell me the church they're going to and there's tension because I'm a Baptist or I attend a Baptist church or a Reformed church and they're Methodist or they're Pentecostal and, and, and there's this like, I'm right, you're wrong. I mean, it used to be years back that we all had common ground and we respected the other denominations unless it was just blatant blasphemy. Yet this is nothing new. This is absolutely nothing new. Some 2,000 years ago, they were having the same problem in the churches then. Paul addresses it in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 10 through 13. Listen to Paul. It starts like this. I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree and that there is no divisions among you. But, listen to what Paul says, but that you be united in the same mind and in the same judgment. For it has been reported to me by Chloe's people that there is quarreling among you, my brothers. What I mean is that each one of you says, I am a Paul, or I'm a Paulus, or I'm a Cephas, or I follow Christ. It's, and then Paul asks the question, is Christ divided? How in the world can we have so many churches, and there's so much division, and there's so much arguing, and bickering, and gossiping, and backbiting? I, I mean, how can this be? Satan has to be in the midst of it, right? Absolutely. This is Satan's strategy to get me against you as a Christian. The spiritual problem that is plaguing America isn't enough. You got a racial problem. You know what racial means? Listen to this. Racial. Relating to race. Meaning relating to color of skin on the grounds or the connected with the difference in races. There's going to be difference in races. Would you want all the animals in the world being the same? I mean, honestly, every one of you that has a dog probably has a different dog. Some of you swear by labs. Some of you swear by huskies. God made all of these different animals. And friends, we don't want them all the same. Do we say, well, that dog's the superior dog? I mean, you know, lab, Labrador Retrievers, that's that's the God's favorite. You know what I'm saying? Uh, husky, I know you have one. That may be second. No, 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 no. See, God loves diversity. He loves variety. Look at the animals. I love talking to atheists. I really, really do. You know why? 
I always take them to the animal kingdom. I, I really do. And, 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 you know, and they always give me, well, we, we evolved from apes. And I always say this, yeah, but there's apes still around. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Am I going to ever see an ape that actually turns into a man? Hey, I'm just saying. But you have people fighting each other because of race. I just watched Schindler's List the other night. And friends, that's a stark reminder. When you get the wrong people in office, which here's the thing, there's political tensions, there's a political rift, there's a division politically speaking in America as well. But when you get the wrong person in office and they're leaning a certain way and we can look back in history and see where that road's taking us, friends, I don't wanna go anywhere near that road. Yet Hitler and his regime conned the people over time in believing that the Jewish people they really weren't even people. They were likened unto the animal kingdom and what we need to do is rid them off the face of the planet. Hitler was solely responsible for murdering six million Jews. Friends, that's a problem. Why is that a problem? Because God made everything. And I'm here to tell you, God doesn't make junk. You, you know what I'm saying? God doesn't make garbage. I've said this before and I'm going to say it again. If you're a racist, you judge any nationality as if you're superior to them, you're not going to heaven. And not the heaven that's written in the Bible. I mean, you, you, you may have come up with some fairy tale heaven. This is free stuff tonight, guys. I'm not holding back, okay? You are not going to heaven because God created that individual and God doesn't make junk. When God creates someone, Friends, that person has free will and they can make something of their life or they don't have to make something of their life. But we're all going to give an account for the life that we've lived. You understand? And so we have all of this racial tension. Guys, you want to make a racial salad? Back when I was on the West Coast in California, there was a huge issue with Hispanics. I mean, just a huge issue. And everyone was always talking trash about Hispanics, slipping over the borders, taking our jobs, doing all this. I'm not getting into it, but the white people felt like they were superior to the Hispanics. You know, if I was Hispanic and I was in New Mexico and I was living under that corrupt government, I'd want to hop the fence. I know there is a right way to do things and a wrong way to do things. So let's take the Hispanic thing right out. Right now, we have a black and white issue going on. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Because it's not really about black and white. It's about Jesus. Uh, do you understand? He's king. He's Lord. He's Savior. He's Master. I don't have a black and white problem. I don't have a black and red problem. I don't have a black and yellow problem. I have no problem with any nationality because those are children of the living God. Now, what is that individual going to do with their life, friends? I have no idea. I, I don't think it's so much that black lives matter or white lives matter. All lives matter to God because Jesus died on the cross for all lives. You better start treating people like you're entertaining angels. Then you're not going to be judging them. Do you understand? Listen, listen, listen. You better start treating everyone like you're entertaining an angel. And as soon as you have that little episode with that angel and you do the right thing and speak the right words and give that angel a cool glass of water like it's written in scripture, guess what? And then the angel appears unto God and starts talking about you, which God already knows the story. Here's the thing. Don't you want the check mark that you passed the test and God doesn't have to drive you around the mountain yet again like he did? the Israelites for 40 long years because they wouldn't get it in their head what God said. Okay, and so you have this racial problem and so you have this problem with the cops and you have all these other things. Now we have a political problem. What's going on? Well, you have the Democrats over here and you have the Republicans over here. 
But you always have God up there. So what does God say about all this foolishness? Listen to this. I, I say this. We stick with what God says. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that are ordained are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power resisteth the ordinances of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. Meaning God allows government. God establishes courts and, and magistrates and judges and, and cops. He, he does this. And, and are they all perfect? No. And, and listen, I've had people that had an issue with an individual. And, and they did everything in their own strength to get them thrown out of office, slander him. But that's not what God says. God says if you have an issue, do it the right way. Friends, God knows the government isn't perfect because people aren't perfect. And the only time he says that you disobey the government is when they directly ask you to violate his word. You see what I'm saying? That's when you say you push in. I can't do it. I, I am not going against what this says. So you have a government that's divided in policies. Democrats, they believe in things that I don't believe in. They're pro-abortion. I'm not pro-abortion. They're pro-homosexuality. I'm not pro-homosexuality. There are a lot of pros over here. John MacArthur, two weeks ago, made a compelling case through Romans 1, saying he didn't believe anyone could be a legitimate Christian and be Democrat. You didn't hear those words from me, but he drilled it down because their policies and what they believe is so contrary to this book. Okay? It's not even funny. But on the other hand, he says, Trump isn't super Christian either. I'm he basically says, I am choosing the lesser of the evils. I, I mean, that's what he said. He's not vouching for Trump. John MacArthur didn't say, hey, I'm for Trump, blah, 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 blah. He didn't say that. He says, I'm choosing the lesser of two evils because I do not believe in communism. Friends, you got to realize where they're trying to take us. Th that party is trying to take us. I'm talking about the Democratic Party and not all of them, but some of them who are hyper-democratic, they want to take us in an area that they think is right, but they want to take us to a place that they think is right as a lost individual. And I'm not saying the Republican Party is right either, because neither party is repenting before Almighty God. But I'm going somewhere, and I, and I don't care what party you're in, okay? It, it, both parties have tons of issues, because both parties will not acknowledge the rule of God over their lives and over this country. There's a huge disconnect, friends, between Washington and heaven. You heard it here. So what do we have? Listen very carefully. You have the perfect storm. You have the perfect storm because God said so for destroying America. Some people want America destroyed. They want to scrap the Constitution, scrape it off, and they want to model it after Europe meaning like a hybrid communist country. That, that's what they want. There, there are those in office, that's what they're dying for. So you have a spiritual problem here in America that's been around for a long time. People just aren't discipled. You got a racial problem here in America. You got a political problem. You have a God problem. Why is that? Because men have taken their eyes, now listen to this very carefully, off of God. One of the ways in scripture that God brings judgment 
is allowing division. In 2 Chronicles chapter 20, there's a remarkable story. There's a king by the name of Jehoshaphat, and he hears that there's three invading armies. Listen very carefully to this. I'm not going to go over this whole thing. And it came to pass after this that also the children of Moab and the children of Ammon with the others besides the Amorites came against Jehoshaphat. He doesn't know what to do. And so what does he do? Because there's three armies coming against God's chosen people. He basically lays the letters before the Lord and he starts praying unto God. God, we're in trouble. And let me just tell you this, this guy wasn't squeaky clean. He wasn't, he wasn't perfect before the Lord. He had issues, but he knew I got to go to God or I'm going to be annihilated. Do you understand what I'm talking about? He has a huge, huge problem because he only has a couple days. The Lord comes over a prophet and the prophet says this, you don't have to worry about it. The battle doesn't belong to you. The battle belongs to the Lord. All you need to do is get up and go into the fight. And you know what happens in this chapter? Listen very carefully. That's exactly. And it was, well, listen, listen. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord. He not only took the army out, but was told he's not going to have to fight. He did the stupidest thing you could ever do. He put the weakest of people in front. He put the singers. He put the orchestra. He put the band in front. And you know what they did? They started praising God and singing and playing their instruments as they're heading into war. But again, remember, this takes faith. This takes absorbent amounts of faith. Watch what happens. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushes against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Sur. So the text says the Lord sent ambushes against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Sur which were come against Judah, and it says this, and they were smitten. So God destroyed them. But how did God destroy them? The same way many believe that are much smarter than Matt, that God is destroying and judging America right now. How? Listen to verse 23. For the children of Ammon and Moab stood against the inhabitants of Mount Sur utterly to destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Sur, everyone helped to destroy another. God had people fighting each other. That's my enemy. That's the enemy. And so once I killed all of these people of Mount Sur, then the other two armies just attacked each other until there was two men fighting. And at the same time, listen very carefully, they both pierced each other and they both died. Division. What do we have across America? Division. What's promised in the Bible when we don't obey God as a nation? Judgment. What's taking place? Oh, I, I mean, listen, 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 listen. I can't watch the nightly news, folks. I, I mean, it's just like God said. You will start panicking. Your heart will start giving out. They have so many basically tropical storms and hurricanes in the Gulf and in the tropics. They said we don't even have names for them. You have the whole West Coast, Washington, Oregon, and California on fire. You have all of this racial tension. You have all of these people getting kicked out of their houses. You have 
companies and corporations going bankrupt, you have the perfect storm. Everyone is pointing a finger at everyone else instead of pointing in the mirror at themselves because no one is repenting before Almighty God. One of the ways that God has in the past allowed judgment to happen is allowing division. See, he's the Prince of Peace. Without Christ, you're not going to have peace. And friends, when was the last time you walked through the streets in your local town or watched the nightly news and you felt peaceful? No, oh, this is such a peaceful place. It's not like that. We feel like we're in the back alley of uh, Chicago and there's a, a, there's a bunch in front of me and a bunch behind me. And, and from the looks of them, they're just not the friendliest of people. And, and you're like, well, I don't understand. How is this happening? It is promised in scripture, Paul quoted it, that a spirit of lawlessness was going to come upon the face of the earth as a judgment for the end days. You can read it. It's in Thessalonians. And the restrainer was going to be withdrawn. Many in the church believe that restrainer to be the Holy Spirit, which it is. They're correct. But they believe it's just going to happen like that. The Holy Spirit leaves. I'm gone. I'm, a, I'm gone in the rapture. No. <laughs> You're like, what? No. The Holy Spirit of God so many things that he does here on earth and he was given to you and I as Christians as a gift to lead us, guide us, counsel us, sustain us, protect us. But one of the things that you and I are very familiar with is he restrains us from doing all the evil that we could do in our flesh. He not only restrains us as Christians and keeping us kind of in place, he restrains the lost world. But one of the judgments is the restrainer, watch this, is going to be slowly withdrawing himself. That one aspect of the Holy Spirit. He holds back the depravity of man. But what you've been seeing over the course of years now is the Holy Spirit tapering off slowly, almost like an hourglass where the sand is coming down and the spirit of lawlessness has been taking effect. When I was a kid, you didn't see any of this workplace shootings, beheadings, jihadist, all this stuff. No, we weren't there yet, but we're there now. And that's what's taking place. And, and again, why? Because America, the world has decided we want to do what we want to do. We want to be the God of our own life. And now we're at the brink of civil war here in America, we truly are. It's the perfect storm. And you might say, well, Matt, what do I do? Well, if you have nothing to repent of, the Lord says to be wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove, you keep your focus up above and you continue to live your life the best you know how. You don't falter, you don't, as Christians, we don't turn, tuck and run. No, we're bold as lions. And our commander-in-chief tells us he's the host of the angel armies of heaven. He's the one that instructs us through his spirit. Go here. Matt, don't go here. When was the last time you heard God? No. Don't do that. Stop. Friends, when you're in right relationship, you will hear God daily, several times throughout the day. You will feel the presence of God. You will feel the desires of God. You, I mean, that's how God wants to lead his children. And if you're not experiencing that, again, the start of you experiencing that is getting on your knees and repenting because we are in uncharted 
territory right now. We've never been in a place like this. Listen, listen, listen. We've never been in a place like this where the whole world is in calamity on top of the pandemic, on top of the division, the strife, the the fighting, the bickering, on top of the hatred and the vengeance and the murders and the rapes. I, I mean, we've never been in a place where we want to get rid of cops and people are willing to fight over who they want in office. And I'm fighting with my church member over here over doctrine. We've never been in a place like this. And the only reason that we're in a place like this right now is because we've sinned against God as a nation. And even Daniel, who was living a righteous life, went to the Lord and said, Lord, forgive me. But when we look at Daniel's life, he really didn't need to go to the Lord, but he says, forgive me. And he went to the Lord on behalf of himself and the nation saying, Lord, I'm a part of this nation. I live here among this nation and we've sinned against you and we continue to sin against you. Forgive me. Forgive Israel. We're stupid. We're naive. We're depraved. Your word says we're depraved. And I love that about Daniel. He took the higher road. He took the road less traveled. And, and again, friends, we're in uncharted territory, but this country it's being ripped apart. Oh, if you are living for the Lord and you're doing everything in your ability to live for Him, why don't you ask forgiveness for your land, for your country, and ask God to step into this situation. Stand into the gap. Fast. Pray. Do what you can do. And trust God to protect you and to safeguard your family. Friends, I truly believe that any day now, about 10% of us could be absolutely gone from the world scene. I believe we're getting that close to the rapture. I mean, honestly, I mean, you know what we have coming up here it's Saturday and on the 27th and 28th? You have Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. You have two of the biggest Jewish holidays coming up. And God always seems to act on the Jewish holidays according to the Jewish calendar. I wonder if the rapture happened this very night would you know any of the people who were with Jesus? And you know, I really think the better question is this. If the rapture happened tonight, would you be with Jesus? What if you were left behind? Guys, I'm going to end with Paul's writings. Paul wrote this in Romans chapter 16, verses 17 and 18. I appeal to you, brothers, to watch out for those who cause divisions and create obstacles contrary to the doctrines that you have been taught. Avoid them. For such persons do not serve our Lord Christ, but their own appetites. And, and by smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the hearts of the naive. When we look at that word naive, it means someone that hasn't been discipled, someone that really doesn't know the Word of God, someone that didn't take the time to study, to study thyself approved unto God, not unto man. And so they're naive of really the true meaning of Scripture, the doctrines of Scripture. They, they really don't understand it. They, they've gone mean, they may have gone to VBS and uh, Easter service, Christmas service, and uh, once in a while when it was good for them, them, uh, they showed up at church and, and they feel they have a grasp. They've never read through the Bible. They don't pray in the morning. They don't read their Bible daily. They don't do devotions. I mean, they're not really dedicated to anything and anyone other than themselves. But these individuals oftentimes will act like they have great knowledge of the Word of God and they twist the scriptures 
This is saying you got to avoid these people. Now watch this. I appeal to you, brothers, to watch out. And listen to how I tie it in. To watch out for those who cause division and create obstacles contrary to the doctrines that you have been taught. Avoid them. For such persons do not serve our Lord Christ, but their own appetites. These individuals are always about, honestly, themselves, money, power, and women. And in some type of form, they want your money, they want power, they want to lord over you, they want to direct you, they want to give you insights and directions, okay? And, and you're like, Matt, well, how do we go from the rapture to this? Because there's so many people in the church that have been led astray, and they have a knowledge of God, but they really don't have a personal relationship with God. Their, their, their trust and their eternity is based on what someone else has told them. They've never done their due diligence. I mean, they're as dumb as a box of rocks in the Bible. That original language is raka. You're stupid. You know what I'm saying? They could be fooled. They are a lamb, the Bible says, going for the slaughter because they think that they're in right relationship with God. And as these things are transpiring across the world and across America, they're just like this. They don't understand how could a good God ever do this. They don't understand the judgment of God. They don't understand His justice. They don't understand His holiness, His righteousness. They understand goose egg. And Jude follows right along. This isn't some tangent that Matt's on. And listen to this. These are grumblers, malcontents. You know what malcontent is? It's a rebellious person. It's a person who wants to fight against everything and everyone and always has to know that they're right. That's a malcontent. Following their own sinful desires, they are loudmouth boasters showing favoritism to gain advantage. Listen to this. They're showing favoritism to gain advantage. They're lording over people and the people that are like-minded, they're giving Kudos. They're helping them to get advantage, which God says isn't fair in the way that they're doing it. But he goes on. Listen, but you must remember, beloved, the predictions of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. They said to you, in the last time there would be scoffers following their own ungodly passions. It is these who cause divisions, worldly people devoid of the spirit, lost. Worldly people. That's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with worldly people in the church, in politics, in race relationships. We're dealing with people who are lost, and it's just a few croutons on the big heavenly salad of those who truly have been born again. And yet I'm to try to navigate my way through. I can't make it through it. What do I need to do? Keep my eyes on the Lord, listen to a spirit, and stay grounded in the Word of God, and my God will lead me into all righteousness. God says, I am a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. That means God, right here and now, is telling me what to do, but He's also giving me enough light to know what I'm going to do a week from now or a month from now, meaning He doesn't leave me clueless. And the Word of God has never left me clueless. It told me everything that was going to take place. And friends, what we're experiencing here in America and here in the world is everything that is written here in Daniel, in Ezekiel, and the book of Revelation. We are at the doorsteps of entering into what the Bible calls the tribulation period. It calls it Jacob's trouble. It calls it a time that the world has never, ever experienced thus from the time there was nations. People who have their eyes focused on God, and Jesus is Lord, 
Savior, Master, Owner, people who have been born again, people who have a personal relationship with Jesus and, and understand that He is the only way, the truth, and the life. They don't go to heaven. It takes God to get to God. They understand that. These people are not the cause of division, are not the cause of strife. Okay? Do not cause problems in the world scene. It is the what? It is the lost man. That's what's going on. And lost man has sinned long enough. And it's a shame that we as Christians are having to go what we're going through because he is bringing correction, judgment. Some will repent. Some will turn. Some will not. They'll close their eyes in death. They'll open their eyes in hell. They'll be summoned out of hell and the great white throne judgment. And you will be seeing all of it. You'll be able to witness it because the Bible says that everyone is there. Everything you've spoken, everything that you've thought, everything that you did, and everything that you didn't do will be known. And friends, you really don't have to worry about that if you've asked God to forgive you of your sins. Because God says, I separate your sins as far as the east is from the west. I take your sins and I drop them in the deepest ocean. The things that you did in this life that were in Christ, you're rewarded for. God says they're likened unto gold and silver and precious stones. The things that you and I did in our flesh... They're likened unto hay, wood, and stubble. They go through the fire of his scrutiny, but they're burned up. You get nothing from it, but you're not penalized. You're not kept out of heaven as a born-again Christian. But the lost man, God's going to look at the books, which represent the works. It represents the deeds. It represents every thought, every choice, every word that came out of their mouth. And they will be judged accordingly. Right now, more people are dying of different things in the world than ever before. A greater than war. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's just so calamic what's happening. When people die, they either go to heaven or they go to hell. A police officer pulled me over one time and he told me these words. If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Friends, the solution for all of it is getting on your knees and getting right with God. We're on the brink of civil war, but it didn't have to be this way. Hey, this is Matt in the cave.